Hey, uh, pleasant good day, everybody. This is True Philadelphian Sportscast. We are going to call this a lifestyle update episode, I guess, while we're in the quarantine period. I am here with my friend Andrew, of course. Andrew, how you doing today? Nothing better. It's been a lot of slow times uh, lately. Not much to do around here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, there's some stuff you can generate. Of course, yesterday... They had the throwback game seven of the conference finals, I think it was, on the flyer. Yeah, the conference finals last night. We had the Villanova. I saw you were rocking uh, the Villanova national championship game uh, through your Snapchats. Plus, I watched some of that Phillies 1979 slugfest against the Cubs um, a couple days ago. So I don't know if you enjoyed watching any of um, those throwback games as well. Of course, the Nova, I know you did. Uh, absolutely, I love watching that stuff, and uh, it's it's always fun to go back and watch those type of games. And I was watching that 1979 game too, along with um, obviously, like you said, the Villanova game. I didn't catch any of the Flyers, but it's what it's what's going to have to get us through these uh, no sports times. But I mean, I'm sure with you as well, though. But these uh, these old games only can do so much before you want live sports back. Yeah, I think. Um because of our times, I think we're a lot better off in the time of advanced technology for something like this to happen, where if something like this happened like 12 to 15 years ago, I think people would have no idea what to do because it wasn't as much 30 for 30 type stuff. There wasn't as much like NHL best moments like documentary series of like names on the cup or NBA like moments of the championship type stuff. There wasn't as much of those programs that could keep you distracted if you still wanted your sports hits, Graham Basinger-type programs. There wasn't nearly as many of those. I don't know if you would agree with that, but I would say now we're better suited to still have sports without watching sports. I agree, absolutely. I mean, especially I'm someone that pays for ESPN+, Plus, so it uh, it goes a long way in in helping to get through that because they even – even though they're not the, the best shows to watch, I mean, it's still something and different things like the, the Pat Manning breakdown of certain players or even his funny shows. It's always something extra to watch and it's just a different way to break things down. So I enjoy that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to make sure I saved that one um, for you to throw out there because Andrew and I both um, use ESPN+, Plus, but I watch a few more TV shows to say the least um, than Andrew does. So I wanted to make sure I saved ESPN+, Plus for... I- I'd say, I'd say it's probably, you probably watch a lot more TV shows than I watch. Yeah. <laughs> but ESPN Plus to me, though, if you wanted to throw out uh, your top favorite set. When sports are going on, for me, one of my favorite shows to watch on there because I really like Linda Cohn uh, <clears throat> and Barry and um, all the other people they use for Inside the Crease. I do like their short hockey update show because they just run through the highlights and kind of stay right to the point so if you don't have a lot of time they're a great um hockey update show to watch because it's not like two and a half hours long with big conversation in between and then of course 30 for 30 you can go back on any of the 30 for 30s on there um you can go back on with espn plus other older um segments from like the sports center what do they call those um Sports Center, you know those stories that they put on Sports Center. I don't know what they call them under ESPN Plus, the the Sports Center special stories. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think they're just 
I don't think I don't remember any fancy name, but I mean, the, I know obviously they got the thirty for thirties, and then I think they just do like Sports Center features. Or that's what they. I think they that just, is what they call them, Sports Center features. Yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, no, because those are good things to go back and watch sometimes because those are very cool um, stories, and then they have their own old documentaries on there that are not like separate from thirty for thirty. So if you have ESPN Plus, most of ESPN's former older catalog of stuff is on there. Too, other than like you can't watch like first take episodes from three weeks ago, obviously. But who would want to do that? Um, so you have like you have the older uh, catalog of stuff you would want to backtrack. You're not going to want to watch a sports update show about news that happened three weeks ago, probably, unless if you've been under a rock for uh, three weeks. <clears throat> In times like this, who knows what you're going to go back and watch? Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> but <clears throat> no, I think now we talked about. Uh, ESPN Plus and stuff, we could talk about outside of the um, sports world on TV, if you had any radio or podcast TV shows to listen to. I know one on the radio, it's actually been really good since sports has left. They kept up a great show as Missinelli with Tyrone and Natalie. Though All three of them have actually kept it pretty lively and entertaining because they've done a 64 bracket where on today they talked about that, I think, a little bit on their TV shows. They were going to start to reveal that throughout the week, so that's probably something that people should check out throughout the week. And then I, they just did sitcoms and dramas um, where originally I think it was going to be more encompassing TV, but that's what they narrowed it down to because it was way too crazy last week when they were talking about every different type of TV show. But those are just funny things to go about because you know there's going to be disagreements and they always mess with each other on Mike Missinelli, too, even when there is sports going on. So now it's more of just a comedy hour type um, show for the time being until sports come back. Yeah, I give a lot of credit to these those guys. Uh, Mike Missinelli, they've done a great job keeping that show entertaining, and it's definitely a show I check out a lot. Um, so I agree on that sense. And then I don't listen to the full shows, but Angelo and the morning team on, on WIP have had uh, – I haven't really listened to their, their show, but if you follow the podcast or follow their show on the podcast app on the iPhone, they've had a lot of good interviews with different players, and and they've been keeping up with uh, just keeping the information up in that end and just interviewing guys from home. Uh, I haven't listened to it yet, but they got the new Eagle on there today, Will Parks. Uh, they interviewed him this morning. They had Joe Girardi on a few weeks ago, or a few days ago. Larry Bell was on, so it's just it's been. They've had a good, entertaining mix of different guys coming on to do interviews with. So I've, I've enjoyed that aspect of their of their show, and they've been doing that kind of stuff. So I think that was a good touch on their part. So those are the two uh, two radio shows I've been keeping in touch with in town. And then obviously, you know, we've been doing the podcast with the, the other the other podcast we do, and uh, podcast to be named later. Yeah, for the always next year podcast group. Yeah, um, I mean, I think another thing for me is. When on 97.5, I don't always get up in the morning anymore. Obviously, now when we have nothing to do, I don't always get up in the morning uh, really early for that. But whenever I did get up earlier in the morning, Farzetta and Trey and all the morning team, they put on a really funny, because that show, nine times out of ten, is just more comedy mixed with sports because you can get away with most things at that hours of the morning. So their show's usually hilarious as hell. So if you're up by... 6.37 in the morning, and you want to put on some radio around Philly, um, their show's hilarious uh, almost every given day when you get a chance to listen to it. So, 
Yeah, I, I think. And that, that's something uh, Apple does well with their podcast app is a lot of these shows do a good job of mixing in their mixing in their shows with breaking it up. It's not like they put up four-hour shows. They put up an is hour each. So you can kind of listen to it when you want it. And that way, if you're not listening to it live, so that's what I do half the time. Is yeah. I don't even get to listen to it live. So I, just, I listen to it through that end of different hour episodes and just makes it that much better and easier for me and I'm sure others. And then... They haven't really posted anything in a while because there hasn't been much to talk about. But I always like that Phillies talk show that uh, CBS or not NBC Sports does with uh, uh, Corey Simon's basically the main host, and then he's yeah. Jim Salisbury or uh, Ricky Patalco. I so agree, I've always kept yeah. up with that. I agree. But I was going to say for Farzetta, do they have a podcast for that? I didn't know they had a podcast for the morning show. I haven't looked for that one, but I know the midday show does. So I'm sure the fanatic just has one for everybody. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know about the morning because the morning sometimes they still have the video. Like every certain episodes you can rewatch since um, it's on Twitch. That when you go on, you can watch their um, episode on yeah, Twitch because they're it's not a, they're not on TV. They do have a, they do have a podcast for the morning show. Yeah, it's called Frazetta and Trey in the morning. And it, see, I guess as a breaking down by today was the 9 a.m. hour of Frazetta and Trey in the morning. And they have Les Bowen's interview, and they do the 8 a.m. hour, 7 a.m. 7 a.m. hour. So that's okay. the way they title it. So that's okay, why. Okay, so it's, you're on Apple a, though. Yeah, it's, I'm on my. I'm, I'm checking on my phone right now. So. Okay, now I didn't know if you were on Spotify or podcast app. But. No, that's the podcast app on iPhone. Okay, I have to check that out then, because I don't. I used to actually call into that show when I got up in the morning, because I would always wake up in the morning and be like. I actually, I really like Mark Cervetta, Mark Farzetta and Trey in that morning team. So let me just call in and then I'll go back to bed. Like I used to do that, like a good a good amount of my day. Actually, I might just start doing that just to have something to do again. <laughs> like that might <laughs> that might that might be something uh, I do. So if anyone wants to listen to my voice on the radio again, you might hear it in the morning in Philly. If I decide to just set an alarm to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, literally just to call a radio station, and then probably go back to bed within the twenty preceding minutes after I get off of that phone call, but. Just to give something to do. <laughs> hey, anything at this point, right? But, what you say? I said yeah. anything at this point, Oh, right? yeah, true, true, true. But now, I think since we got our podcast in on sports, and also I have to shout out before we move on from podcasts, Jason Martinez's Flyers Daily Podcast is pretty awesome. They started doing it three days a week now, but they're doing some entertaining stuff. Like, who would win... Um, awards now which also please keep tuned for our episodes because we're going to do that in our next nhl episode talk about who's going to win the awards and who we think has been spot on on the team and such and such and who we think we will benefit from because of the layoff and who might not benefit as much on our team so please keep in tune for that but mark Mark Farzetta on 97.5, Jason Martinez, you mentioned Corey Simon. All those guys just do a great job, and they're continuing to do a great job with the limited information they have in the offseason. So just continue to give those people support. And then before I move on to regular TV shows, just if you have a restaurant or some type of business that you really like, since obviously they're going to be struggling in these times of hardship with the coronavirus and quarantine, if you're someone that has the means to do so, it might be a good idea just to buy like a $5, $10, $15, however much you usually spend gift certificate to that store because that just helps to keep them 
afloat during that period of time. That's just an idea that I've heard going on around uh, different podcasts and the radio, so I figured I would throw that out there to people just because it's a pretty good idea to keep things going. But if you had a top TV show, um, I know you don't watch much TV, but you have to watch some other TV show to recommend. Well, uh, (laughs) we're in quarantine. Uh, What would that be? So the I would say it's pretty long, but I'd say Supernatural. It's on Netflix. They're in their fifteenth season right now, and they're about to finish. Oh, up I didn't the know season. you were a Supernatural buff. What was that? I didn't know you were a Supernatural buff. Oh yeah, I love, love that show. It's pretty much the only show I've watched from first episode to the current episode. Um, big fan of that show. Uh, my friend at school, I got Oklahoma State, got me into it, so I've been watching it and. Uh, yeah, and then I watched uh, Shooter. It's another good Netflix show. I've never seen the movie. I heard the movie's pretty good, but... Gotcha. Now, with Supernatural, because of how long the episodes are in season, uh, me and my friend Zach, that Andrew knows, uh, who will probably listen to this podcast, so sorry if you don't want me to mention your name on here, but it happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's too late if you want me to <laughs> we, uh, we talked about it um, the other day that... If you watch Supernatural like an episode a day because of how long it is in the seasons and how long the seasons are, it would take you around two years to watch the entire series. Do you think it took you about two years to watch the entire series? Did you watch a couple episodes a day? Because then, of course, that would um, fudge the calculation of this. <laughs> Honestly, I'd say it probably took me longer. Um, I was not an everyday episode person or... I think there's a couple times I might watch two in one day, but I definitely didn't watch one every day. So I think it honestly took me longer Long. to catch up. Gotcha. Okay, well, I will say, for anybody that wants to get into that show, don't fear, because Andrew does watch TV a lot differently, especially when sports are going on, than most people. So Yeah, do not do not listen to my habits in that take. Uh, you, you stick to If you watch a couple a day, you'll fly through it. The, the first four seasons are really good. Five through seven, they're kind of... Yeah, to just like kind of fight through it, and then after that, it gets back to being really. Yeah, good. I heard it kind of pulled a um, Walking Dead esque like middle fallout, where like you know how people said I never been the biggest. Sorry for people I like the Walking Dead, but I never been huge into the Walking Dead. But I liked the first few seasons. Then it just fell off a cliff. Then apparently it came back, but I never started watching it again. From what you said, that kind of seems like that was a pretty similar trend. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I've never watched that. Sh- I've never watched that show, but that's why I've heard from it as well. Um, yeah, if 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 you kind of drop off, uh, some people I talk to usually drop off around five, season five or six, and then a couple other people I talk to about it fight through it. So it's usually around there. If you get through five through seven, you'll be fine. Yeah. Now, for me, um, I would say if I had to recommend. A top TV, well, for people that are into the Batman universe, it's an older show now, but if they never watched it, it's uh, some of it's on Netflix. Um, they might have all of it on there now since it's over, but Gotham's a very good show for people to watch that was on Fox that is about the Batman universe. But if you're somebody that likes subscription services, as we said earlier, ESPN Plus is a good one to get. But if you're somebody that likes a decent amount of shows on CBS, which I do, and the line I was saying for the podcast is, 
CBS has kind of become a network that it doesn't have it has good TV shows, but it has shows that not the general populace is always into because it has a lot more dramas and cop and all that stuff. So it's kind of the Andrew McDonald to some people of TV networks. If that makes any sense, I think you know where I'm getting at. Where, <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> where, where people are like, nah, I really don't want to pay CBS because they're just, in my opinion, they're just all right or they're not that great. Where that's exactly what people thought about Andrew McDonald. But, but the thing is, once you actually kind of get into some of their shows, I'll admit some of them start slower. But like, for example. SWAT to me is a very good show because that has a lot of um very involved um action. Like you have moments where um there's like just a bunch of crap exploding and you're kind of just like, "Wow, how the hell did that happen?" Um and that's like one of those cool factors of a TV show. If you're into political dramas, Madam Secretary was a CBS show that then became Madam President in the final season as uh, she became the president. So that's a cool one to look at. And then there's a show called Superior Donuts that's pretty funny. That's uh, That was only on for a couple seasons, but that's a pretty funny show. And then The Neighborhood with Cedric the Entertainer, who's funny as hell. That show does not have the best ratings, but he he's just funny as hell. And then the other guy... I forget what he's from, but uh, he's also just hilarious. So if you like Cedric the Entertainer, I would say just screw whatever people rated that. uh, Because in my opinion, he's just funny as hell no matter what. So it doesn't really matter. But Yeah, I haven't haven't watched any of those, so maybe I'll check them out. Because, you know, I've got nothing else to do. New Girl. Um, That's what the guy was in. Max Greenfield was in a... New girl, the guy that's in the neighborhood, and he was also in for people that like that movie. Hello, my name is Doris. Uh, he was also in Hello, my name. <clears throat> Excuse me, Hello, my name is Doris. As I think he was, if I'm not mistaken, one of the. Um, he might have been her kid in that one. Honestly, I think he was her son in that one. I I only watched clips of that movie, but. If somebody knows that, you can comment that when I post this podcast. But I believe he was their son and her son in that movie, Doris's son. But, yeah, give us give us any suggestions you guys have when you listen. If you want to help us out and uh, you know respond to the to the post or something, give us your suggestions. Yeah, I mean, I would say another thing: big concert. I don't know if you saw, but. Artists are putting out some free concerts on their Facebook, YouTube of like 20 minute set list. Then some artists have already said, uh, my mom and I were talking about it the other day, that they're going to do like 499 concerts that they stream where they actually play for like a whole concert length, um, where you can't get a concert anytime normal for five bucks, especially where someone known is playing for two hours and not like middle-of-the-road bands that just have a following that you like. So, I heard that. That's a really cool idea. Yeah, so that's something I would follow. And also, many people already have mini concerts, like I said. Like, I know people that like country. A guy like Luke Combs has one already. I know um, different um, rock bands were talking about putting stuff up there. When I was watching um, 
stuff with my dad the other day, and they were just kind of on the news and stuff. They were saying different musical artists have been talking about gathering together to put different stuff up. I And then Neil Diamond was hilarious, if anyone saw the video. If not, check that out. He changed the lyrics of Sweet Caroline for the quarantine period to a funny lyrics because obviously you don't want to touch hands or reach out and touch somebody now. So it's a pretty funny altering of the song if you go and check that out. I'll definitely have to do that. That's a good song. So I have to listen to the remix. Yeah, he was playing... He sent it into, like, all the news stations. It was pretty funny. Wait, I'm sure I can find it on Google. Just Google it. Yeah, yeah, if you Google it or YouTube it, yeah, you're fine there. Alright, not to do it. But, and then, I don't know if you had any other TV shows or... I would say the other one, I mean, I haven't really been a consistent watcher, but I know Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I've watched some of that. So That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, I'm not very far. And then the Goldbergs, I kind of like that one as well, you know, kind of a little bit of a Philadelphia tie, but not too far into that one either. Yeah, no, those are two very good shows and very comedic, funny shows. Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I've watched a lot more of um, Andy Samberg's show. And also, I guess if you want to listen to any really funny music that makes absolutely no jack sense, uh, you can also check out Andy Samberg's band. Um, But in these times of nothingness, someone might want to listen to Lonely Island. Um, I didn't even know he was in a band. Yeah, they're not really a, known as a good band. They're more just a joke <laughs> band. Uh, like, um, I don't know if you ever heard of that song um, called I'm on a Boat that a bunch of people used to sing before because that was Lonely Island. It's like, I'm on uh, a okay. boat. I'm on a boat. Everybody look at me on the... But then it said bleeping boat, so I didn't want to sing that part, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that's, uh, that's Lonely Island. They're a comedic band. They're pretty funny. Um, they had a song called uh, Bleep Bin Laden uh, after Bin Laden was killed. So, uh, there you uh, go. They're a very um, comedic band yeah. and that's that's kind of what i think they should that's be. what it sounds like their goal is more comedic than actually yeah. talented or not talented another cool somewhere. band to but listen like, to though from a comedian yeah. is tenacious d we want to throw out comedians bands uh jack black um obviously from school of rock um the band tenacious d that jack black's in pretty a uh, cool funny group with some songs and they actually have actually some songs that i consider good songs too so uh, Tenacious D is a pretty cool band to uh, listen to if we're throwing out some comedy bands and then I would say movies that are good to watch if you're into music obviously Green Book stuff like that A Star is Born um, two of those are like the top some of the movies um, you can watch and if you're someone that's into classic rock Eddie Money um, who, of course, passed last year, unfortunately. They had his tribute concert debuted on Axis, and they might put that up on their YouTube, apparently, too, where that's, like, the whole tribute drawing of his concert. And another one I throw out there is Chester Bennington's tribute concert is still on YouTube from back when he passed, which is one of the better shows I've watched um, 
from streaming. So there's a lot of older shows that don't get taken down. They just leave them up there. So if you ever watched a past show you like, the chances are you can probably go back and rewatch that if you want to. Okay. I think that's another thing is a lot of companies are doing a good job of trying to help people out and give people some certain things to watch. Like that one you mentioned. I think other people and other bands are kind of trying to do that, put other stuff up that they used to do for people to watch. And then the NFL and the NBA gave up, uh, not gave up, they line people to watch their stuff for free through this time of uh, former games. So I think, some, I think a lot of people are starting to do good and realize people really don't have much to do, so they're trying to help each other out. And uh, and different stuff like that. So I think a lot of different people are just starting to do some good things. Yeah, I think it's really good. I think um, another thing that would be great is, of course, the Xbox and PlayStation give free games each month. So when I was talking to some people, I think it would be cool if they threw you an extra bone this month and gave you an extra free game. And let me make it clear... In a Stephen A. Smith sense, I am not talking about a damn VR game. I'm talking about an actual extra game, because nobody really plays the VR anymore, except for maybe now, because they're bored out of their mind. So, like an actual other free game, that would be very beneficial, and I think everybody would really, it would really help the companies too, because both of them are doing pretty well now. Uh, PR-wise and overall, and both of them have their systems coming out in the near future. So that would just be a good look for both of them as well. Yeah, so if you're listening, let's uh, put the show out for free, is what Joe's saying. PlayStation. We'll, uh, we'll enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, well, if they did that, that would be ridiculous, because that game just came out. I could see them putting Madden soon. Like They, they should definitely put the, um, in my opinion the old Madden up for free, because they used to put older 2Ks, like, towards the summer up for free, I remember, and that's how I got some of them. So, like, I would appreciate, even though it's considered one of the worst Maddens, I would just change the settings, um, like I do, to kind of make it seem more like the older games, um, when I play Madden sometimes, and I would kind of play with Madden 20, if I got it for free, I would mess around with it and play some seasons, so... That'd be pretty nice. I haven't got that. I haven't got a new one of them in a little while. Uh, I think the last one I had was 18. I had 19. 19 wasn't a big game. I actually kind of liked the uh, 19. Some people didn't, but 20 I was never spending money on once I heard what it was. But um, another show that I definitely like on Netflix that you might laugh, and this is a um, more of a show that I think actually a lot of millennials like. We looked at it in our um, one class, the research curve on it, but Grace and Frankie has a lot of older actors on it. But it's a pretty funny show because I think people like Jane Fonda and um, Martin Sheen and um, Lily Tomlin, like some of those people kind of just transcend generations in their comedy because a lot of them also were involved, well, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin on some old comedy sketch shows, like, when they appeared on them, especially Lily Tomlin on SNL. So, like, those people kind of just transcend, and if you've watched any old comedy sketches, like I've had, especially when bored, that's another good thing you can do. If you download the Saturday Night Live app, um, or I think go on their website, but I know on the app, you can search people, and they have backlog of stuff from, like, way back in the day, too. 
so you can watch some really funny segments from comedians that aren't even alive right now, if you wanted to. So that's another suggestion, but that's a very good show on Netflix. And then Arrested Development, if people haven't watched all the updated stuff on that, it's not as good as when it originally came out, but when Netflix picked it up, it's still pretty funny. So I would say um, that's a pretty good show to put your eyeballs to also, so... Yeah, I've I've seen that show on Netflix. Never gave it a shot, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, that show started on Fox, like, way back. Like, that show started... That show is actually a funny story in itself, and since people have nothing better to listen to, I might as well say it for people that don't know real quick. But, um... It's like, that show started in, like, 03, 04, then Fox just cut it all of a sudden. And people were like... Uh, I feel like there should have been more of this TV show. And then years later, <laughs> it came back on Netflix. And when you started it, it even said, like, on the bus or the car, whatever you would call it, a semi-original Netflix series or something like like that. Like, it, 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 was, it was a little bit um odd. And then obviously throwback shows. That 70s show was on Netflix for people that, um, like that. Breaking Bad, um, is of course on there. And then, um, Family Reunion to me is a pretty funny show on Netflix for people that haven't watched that. So there's, there's stuff to watch, especially if you move around your streaming apps. If you have Amazon, there's shows like Jack Ryan and Goliath, so it just depends what you have. If you have a bunch of them, then you should be able to find stuff to watch. It's just finding stuff in this time. The, the, the problem I have is finding stuff you like, like, and that's the thing is it's so hard to find stuff you like is, is the issue. Like, yeah, I a lot of stuff out there, but... That's true. Yeah, finding stuff you like is definitely a big, uh, thing like Ozark's a pretty good show if you like drama type shows on um on Netflix and season three of that show is also coming this Friday. So that's a show that the new season's coming out soon so that if people like that show that's something to look forward to. And then the ranch of source has Danny Masterson involved, but it's a pretty funny show in my opinion, so just because he screwed up in his life shouldn't keep you from giving Ashton Kutcher and the uh, and Sam Elliott and the other people in that show the love because he screwed up. Um, so I would say that's a pretty good show as well. Perfect. But if you didn't have any other music or shows or anything to go off of, I would say uh, we're about ready to probably wrap this one up. Um Except for, I forgot to mention, probably one of the better sitcoms of all time. Parks and Recreation is a good show. Now we're about ready to wrap this up. (laughs) (laughs) The Office, obviously, but I don't have to mention The Office. But, so, I hope everyone is having a good day. And that is all of our suggestions for what to do with your life. We're going to have another podcast on what to do and keep up tabs, but please keep tabs on our NHL podcast, which we're going to talk about who we think should have won the award so far, who has been the best flyer, who we would pick as our own team's MVPs. 
so on and so forth. We're going to do the same with the NBA on the Sixers coming this week. And then we're also going to do an overall NFL episode. And then we're going to do an episode on just the birds and who they picked up. So we're going to keep some content going. We just wanted to do an updated life episode and also say to keep tabs on those episodes. We're going to try to release one by tomorrow, a new one. And then the next day, we're going to try to have another one out for you guys. So we're going to try to keep it up as much as we can. But Andrew, um, Twitter is AJ underscore Santangelo, and then True underscore Philly Sport is ours for this podcast, and then mine is at JJ Boric 26. He lagged out due to some technical difficulties, so we're going to wrap this up, but this has been True Philadelphian Sportscast Life Episode Update. Please have a splendid day, everybody. Stay safe. Peace out.